Welcome to Your Next Mission podcast with the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army and co-founder of the American Freedom Foundation, Jack L. Tilley. Proudly presented by Cavalry Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans. out there, veterans and families. Welcome to season two of Your Next Mission podcast, a program initiative of the American Freedom Foundation. I'm Jack L. Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army and your host for today's show. We have a great show. As always, I tell you, we have an unbelievable show. But now before we get started, I want to thank those presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Homes for making your next mission happened. They love our veterans and families, and I say it every week. We love them too. <laughs> Today we're gonna we're uh, continuing on our month long celebration of the Army's two hundred and forty seventh Army's birthday uh, with U.S. Army and Cadet Command, and and I'm so excited to introduce. Uh, I would say friends of mine <laughs> to introduce uh, our guest US, from U.S. Army Cadet Command and Fort Knox, Commanding General Major General Johnny K. Davis and Command Sergeant Major Jeremy E. Gann. Uh, welcome. So good to have you on the show. Thanks. Good Thank to you. <laughs> now, don't clam up. I mean, you got to be pumped up here. <laughs> hey, hey, look here. I, I know the audience is really eager to hear uh, about uh, both of you. Uh, about all the stuff Cadet Command is doing. But before you do that, you think you can tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Go ahead, sir. You start well, off there. Yeah, well, thanks, Sergeant Major. And you, I am pumped up. And, you know, you've had you've made such an impact on me oh, uh, throughout my military career, even when I was a young intern uh, in the uh, Pentagon. You didn't recognize me, but I, everyone knew you. Uh, <laughs> so it's so great to, to come back together and spend a little time with you. So my name is Johnny Davis. I was uh, born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So that makes me a cheesehead. And yes, I'm a total 100% cheesehead. Uh, ROTC grad, uh, married over 30 years. I have six daughters. Our oldest daughter is a 2013 West Point grad, field artillery officer, loves the Army. She's uh, en route uh, to Fort Bragg in the 2nd SFAB. Second daughter, uh, Marine Corps for eight years. Uh, her and her husband are currently in... Uh, uh, Charleston, uh, South Carolina, uh, attending the Citadel. And we have three grandsons. And we have uh, four more at home, uh, three in high school, and our youngest is 10. And uh, and she runs the house. Her <laughs> little name is Penny. Runs it. Yeah, yeah, right. I got you. Hey, I got, I got to tell you something real quick before you start, Sergeant. I have, this is sort of funny, I have three great-grandbabies. All boys. So I'm trying to work on them coming in the Army. They're little now, but I'm going to get them. <laughs> oh, we got time. We got time to work. We got plenty of time. <laughs> Go ahead, Sergeant Major. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. So, uh, Command Sergeant Major Gann, I am a uh, hail from the great state of Missouri. Uh, engineer by trade, which is a, a rarity um, at, at this level in some different locations. Um, married to the uh, my, my beautiful bride, uh, Autumn. Uh, together, we have six kids as well. Uh, so, my oldest is actually in the military. He's, he's, he's stationed out at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. I have a, another son that's in the workforce in South Carolina, a daughter that's trying to figure out her way through college right now. And then I have three uh, teenage daughters in the house. So uh, it keeps me on my toes, keeps me ready at, at any, any given moment. 
and I have two grandbabies, one son and one, one grandson, and one granddaughter. So I uh, love what I do every day. And, and, and it keeps me, it keeps me young, keeps me interested. Well, now my, my, my grandbabies were my great, great grandbabies. So my granddaughters have grandbabies. Wow. Hey, you you guys could have a football team right there. You got six and six. Oh, we, so we that's, could. that's true. We could. <laughs> hey, hey, let me talk a little session, bit. Man. You know, the Army's 200. <laughs> you guys, that's why you teamed up. The Army's birthday, the Army's 247th year birthday is a special day for all of us who served. Can can each one of you tell us a little bit about the Army's birthday and really what it means to you? And, and sir, we'll start with you again. Well, Sergeant Major, uh, thanks for, for sharing that. And when, whenever... Uh, first of all, every year on June 14th, we're reminded of why we're here and why our nation is as strong as it is uh, after 247 years. And to me, that is always remembering those that have continued to carry the load to make this nation and army even stronger, just like yourself. And that impact you've made on so many to include myself. And that's what when, you know, tomorrow and all army birthdays, you know, I'll think about all those that came before me and opened doors for me and mentored me and helped me uh, achieve the success. A kid, a kid from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and here I am uh, as the uh, uh, Commanding General U.S. Army Cadet Command Airport. Oh, uh, who us, sir? God bless you. Sergeant Major, go ahead. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, 247 years uh, of the greatest fighting force this world has ever known. I mean, that's just this is phenomenal. And uh, large part, you know, it's a bedrock of American society. It really we're, we're older than a country ourselves uh, itself. So, I mean, it, it says so much. Uh, it gives so many people so many opportunities and, and not not saying that they may be coming from a. a a, a rough background or not a very well-to-do background, but it gives everybody the same opportunity. Um, and it's just phenomenal. I'm so happy every day that I'm blessed to be a part of it. Well, I tell people all the time, you know, when I was a, when I was a young adult, the last two and a half years I was at home, I lived in a laundry room, uh, just big enough to put a bed in there. And, uh, and I had a little vent I looked at, at three shelves, I put my clothes on. And, and so the armies blessed me. Uh, and any successes I've had in life is because of the United States Army. Sir, I want you to move a little closer to that mic so I can hear you real good here. Sir, the, the Army Reserve Officer Training Program, ROTC, is widely regarded as the best leadership yeah. course in the world. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about Cadet Command and the ROTC program? Yeah, so it's uh, and first of all, thanks. You know, Reserve Officer Training Corps, what people hear is ROTC, you know, established in 1916 and produces the lion's share of officers, two thirds of all officers. Now, I know the sergeant major we're going to uh, has some specific numbers, but it is the, the leadership standard for the world. Uh, and what we do, we produce thousands of officers each and every year, no matter you know where they come from, from the Marianas Islands to Maine to Key West. When we produce a second lieutenant, you should be rest assured that they'll meet the same standard and uh, carry the same values and, and, and treat others with dignity and respect from day one. And that's what our mission is to ensure the 27 to 30,000 cadets that we're investing in right now as a nation, we are from an ROTC perspective, are the same powerful lieutenant that we produced from 1916 to, to, to this very day. Oh, wow. Sergeant Major, what are the advantages of being in the ROTC program, and, and why do students participate? 
Oh, there's so many. There's so many advantages, and I'm going to try to hit you know a couple. So first and foremost, you know it's low cost. Uh, it, it opens so many doors for these young uh, men and women coming out of high school, going into the college environment uh, that, that ultimately want to join something that's bigger than themselves. Uh, they can attend a, their, their choice of school, so it's not a you have to go here, you have to go there. We're well, you can you can pick the school you want to go to if you're an ROTC program. Absolutely, absolutely, and I wish so many do compete for our national scholarship programs, but I wish so many more would. Uh, so once they get approved for national scholarship, they can really just the, the chains are off. They can go anywhere they want to go, um, and, and the Army picks up a big piece of that uh, of that of that you know financial obligation. Well, let me ask uh, you a quick question, Sarmad. Can, can yeah, they, go ahead, do, go ahead. do some of them do like online training too? Do they do online courses for ROTC? I, I just some courses are can be done uh, online, but of course, there's other courses. You know, leadership, teamwork, all of those require yeah, yeah, uh, right the together. team. That's right. That's right. Sorry, yeah. And yeah. several things due to COVID. Uh, our buddy COVID has really opened up uh, the abilities for us to, to kind of take take a different looks at things. Um, but one thing to, that is very important is, you know, it's not 100 percent structured. No two are the same. Right. So ROTC is a pathway uh, to the United States military. Um, the, the Army offers scholarships and tuition or fees for room and board. Um, so many opportunities to go through the ROTC route that, that's phenomenal. And, and you often hear, you know, why did you join ROTC? You, you, we talked to cadets. I mean, the boss has got me beat. I think he's been to just over a, a 60 or so programs. I think I'm right around 30. But with 274 host programs, 933 total schools across the country, there's literally nowhere that we haven't touched from the Marianas Islands to Puerto Rico, from New York to California. We're, we're, we're everywhere, literally everywhere. Um, but when you talk to them, it's, the reasons they've joined, I got some of them written down here. Um, I, I joined the army to help pay for, you know, I joined ROTC to help pay for college. Just like me. There you go. My ranger buddy, prime example. Uh, I joined army ROTC because my school has a training program and I want to become an army aviator. I joined army ROTC because my dad's an officer and my brothers are enlisted. I mean, so many of us come from a military background. My dad's a retired command sergeant major. My brother's a first sergeant. My other brother's a CW3 and my son's a, a young sergeant down in Fort Leonard, Missouri. It's, it's, but it's not necessarily always a family business. We're always looking for that fresh and new talent, trying to diversify our military in every in every aspect. You know, I, I, I've heard things like, I've always felt an obligation to serve my nation. It's a great way to learn and lead and be a leader. You know, this is the one profession where we're going to give you the OJT that you need and a paycheck to boot is just, just by coming out. <laughs> so many young kids, yeah. so many young kids graduate college and there's no plan. Yeah, you know they 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 have this four year degree and and they and they're qualified but they they lack experience or they they lack references or whatever the case may be and whatever degree degree plan or field that they're in and the college I mean I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you the army ain't for everybody it really isn't but it's a it's a great spot it's a great place for every young American to start well I think um, so what it, we, I, we hear that a lot yeah I, I think what I didn't mean to cut you off but I think what the ROT ROTC does for you it makes you grow up a little bit. It makes you develop oh, you into a better citizen uh, all the way through. I mean, I I wish today uh, that I went through something like JRTC or whatever when I was a, a young kid. <laughs> but but I don't think there was any anything like that in our schools uh, when I was growing up as a kid. Uh, but uh, is, is there a lot? Is there a lot of schools that don't have ROTC? I mean, yes. Is, oh, yes. Is there? So JRTC is only Sergeant Major. That's a great question. JRTC is only about five percent of our high schools across the United States. 
Mm-hmm. And that's so we are present in about 1700 programs, yes, sir. Uh, but the other 95 percent. So in some states. So I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 85,000 high school students. But we only had one JRTC in the entire city. Oh, that don't make sense. Yeah, yeah that's right. So depending on where you are, when the program stood up, it was really started in the southeast uh, about about the same time, 1915, 1916. And that's where they grew. They didn't have a mechanism for fair distribution across the United States. So they just grew in the, the small hometowns that they initially uh, resourced. So uh, example, let's say Atlanta, Georgia, they started a program. And of course that program really uh, uh, had an impact on the uh, the community. So they asked for another program. So in 1930, they opened another program, 1940, 20 more. And so it's part of the culture now in some cities in the Southeast Whereas in the Midwest, we are we have a minuscule amount. Some states only have one in the entire state. Wow. And, and population has yes. moved. And a population has, since 1916 has always moved to the Midwest and, and, uh, and Southwest. Yeah. So that's a great question you had. Yeah. And this is this is very important. Yeah. Hey, sir, t- I was going to ask you about JRTC program. Can you tell, tell me a, yeah. a, a, a more about the yeah. program? I'm going to know. I think the audience needs to know exactly, you know, when can you yes. get into JRTC? What's the process yeah, of right. JRTC? All Go ahead, sir. So if the, if the high school offers the junior ROTC program, Sergeant Major, I'm here to tell you, I would recommend everyone uh, to sign up. You can sign up as a, a freshman, a sophomore, junior or senior high school. Now, what? It, why do we say that? This is a 100% citizenship course. This is not a an elective, 180-hour elective to build a United States Army soldier. We want to build citizens. So that's why we stood up the Junior ROTC program. Let me tell you some of the statistics. And because you you have you, this is a great question. JRTC students have higher school attendance and graduation rates. I'm talking not not 2 or 3%, I'm talking 15% compared to their peers, improved st- t- standardized test scores, not just a little bit, a huge jump uh, and lower rates of indiscipline. Why is that? Because at 1,700 programs across our United States, we have over 3,600 retired, you know, sergeant majors, first sergeants, majors and above who said, you know what, I will hang up my uniform, but I want to put my uniform back on again to invest in our nation's future. So every instructor you see in a JRTC is a retired army soldier who is stepping forward to serve the nation. And that one-on-one mentorship, that, that caring, that dedication is what uh, has developed this powerful leadership and citizenship program across the United States. And let me tell you, it, we, it's focused on civics, leadership, teamwork. Right now we're focusing on uh, STEM. So we, we understand the environment. We're investing in robotics, artificial intelligence. We just opened up 14 uh, cyber programs. We're going to expand that further over the coming years. But we understand the current environment and all we want to do is build better citizens. We're not looking for, uh, for citizens to join the army. Some of them will because of our investment in them and their investment in us. Yeah. But the whole point we want is better citizens for our wonderful nation. Oh, God bless you. Hey, good, uh, sir, what's the difference between uh, uh, ROTC and JRTC? There's a difference between the two. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and I will tell you, for, first of all, both focus on uh, leadership, character building, self-discipline and teamwork. But remember, the JRTC is a citizenship program focused on really the civics. It's on high school. It's really that 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 uh, start where that young that uh, that high school student starts to grow into an adult. Uh, and so we help develop that. And that's so very important. Uh, and when you pick ROTC or senior ROTC, you've already decided I'm going to college and I want to serve in the United States Army. And so the ROTC program is college focused. It's focused on getting your, your bachelor's degree. Then we will commission you as a second lieutenant. So one is a citizenship program. The other one is total at wherever your college ROTC program, the end state is you are going to be a commissioned second lieutenant in the United States Army. Now, JRTC is is uh, is is middle school. Is that right? Wait, like the eighth? Yeah, yeah. So that there's some in middle school. So the focus has been high school sergeant majors, but um, in some cities they've expanded it they have. to include the middle schools. You, you you know just just the thought, just thinking out of the box. A couple points right here. One is, uh, have you ever considered putting it in grade school? Uh, at younger ages and stuff, you know, maybe the sixth or seventh grade or something like that, or fifth grade, and uh, helping kids develop a little bit more. Because the only reason I even say that is because yeah. the young adults are influenced a little bit younger. The, the second thing is, it would seem to me that, you know, when you're talking, again, I, I don't know, I guess I'm probably talking out of my backside here a little bit. But when you look at uh, Baltimore, New York, and, and you hear about all yes. the gang-related stuff, it would seem to me that it would be important for us to see if we can't implement programs in those large communities where they do have gang-related stuff that would help those young adults become better citizens. Again, I don't even know if that makes sense or not, but but I thought, listen, this is a great program, and uh, we should it's do more with program. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'll tell you uh, – I mean, just the impact of us having uh, presence in just 5% of our high schools, yeah. it is, I mean, it's night and day compared to their peers. Uh, their peers. Now, Sergeant Major, I will tell you, uh, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of the you know, Army you know, budget cycle, but, you know, this is such a powerful program. I've visited so many and seen the impact and talked with those parents that, you know, if, if our nation in the future, as you look at a long-term solution, maybe we look at you know, expanding this to all of the different high schools in all the states, because you know what I think it does? It helps young adults become adults. It helps them understand what's important and where should be my focus uh, as a 16, 17, 18 year old, because yeah. every decision they make is going to be a life decision for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I wasn't uh, just uh, getting off here a little bit, but I wasn't a good kid when I was little. And I was really a terrible kid, and I, the army actually changed my life and saved my life. It, it made me grow up and become a man. Of course, I went basic AIT, jump school, and straight to war. But but there's so many things that uh, you know, United States Army Cadet Command can help with young adults and developing them for the future. And these are the kind of programs this country needs. There's no question about that. Uh, and I just, you know, I would uh, probably the, the last thing, and I asked you a question. I made you get, you guys are getting me so pumped up. I don't know what to do. But the next thing, the next thing, I'll ask you in a minute. Or so. But the other thing I think we ought to do is is probably market it a little bit more. How do we have a better marketing plan that tells your story? And how do we, you know, loop into recruiting? Because you got to get guys like me, veterans, and people that have no earthly idea about the military to learn about ROTC and JRTC. Because I, I think that's the key to success really to our country. 
Uh, yeah, there's no question about that. I, I uh, Again, this is a, a great program. And at one point, uh, I was actually going to be an instructor in, in uh, United States Army Cadet Command at a school. And I was looking at it when I was a, uh, I was I think it was a sergeant first class. I thought I was going to, or E8, I was going to get out of the Army. And I was looking at jobs. And I thought, man, this would be a great job for me. Of course, things changed. And I went on a different path. But I always thought it was a wonderful program. And, and again, for you people listening, uh, you know, you're, you you got to think about your future of young adults in this country. What can we do to help our, our country? This It's not about you as an individual. It's about a country. We're all Americans, and we got to do what's right for our country. So I'm I'm just, you can see, if you're listening to me right now, you can see that uh, I believe in this program. I need, I know we need to do more to to help our young kids. And I got three great grandbabies, and I guarantee you, I'm going to try to get them in JRTC at least Point them in that direction to see what happens. Sergeant Major, there. Uh, go ahead, sir. You want to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, I just want. I mean, I would. I would ask you, Sergeant Major, because you hit around the head. You know, fewer and fewer under. You know, really know about our great army or yeah. really service uh, and any of the. And and I ask all of you to please, especially our veterans out there across the United States, to share your army story. Yeah. I, I mean, I never expected. Uh, to uh, I just needed a way to pay for school. Never expected I was still be in after 32 plus years. Uh, how the army invested in me, and and like you, very blessed, family blessed, and everyone that I've been next to uh, ha will say the same thing. Just share, and I can't say it enough. Share your army story. And, I'll, and just to kind of hit on that a little bit too, SMA is, you know, is the the perception that the society has when you talk about the United States Army is, you know, everybody's in a foxhole, everybody's looking down down the the, the, the business end of a of a pow pow stick. As, as not necessarily the case. There's 246 jobs in the United States Army, uh, and very few are combat arms. There is literally something for for everyone in whatever they want to do. Uh, there's a pathway there to success. And when you start talking about the JROTC component, there are so many businessmen, aldermen, senators, judges, uh, police officers, state troopers that, that got that background of, of JROTC in their background and that never served a day in the United States Army, but it gave them some of the skill sets of proponents to make them successful in life. And, and I think that's powerful. And it's actually talking about it. Just talk about it. Tell your story, whether it's from a JROTC perspective or it's from your time served in the United States military. Talk about that experience because the perception is not a good one. Uh, the perception is, is, is really paints them in a corner where if they could see the entire range fan of options that are out there, um, there's literally a pathway to success in any profession that you could possibly want to do. The United States Army could get you there. Well, the, the, uh, real quick, I don't want to get to another question, but the, the problem we have is we don't market. We don't tell enough about our story. And I, I, even when I was in the, I, I've been out of the army now 18 years. And when I was in the Pentagon, I used to say, we don't, we don't, we don't flex our muscles enough. We don't tell people what we do. And we're always quiet. We're always professional. And that's good. I love that stuff. But if you don't say anything, people don't know anything about you. So you got to say something. You really need to develop a marketing strategy to start talking more about the military. That's for Doug. And, and guys like me want to help you, and I'm going to help you. Sergeant Major, there's, uh, there's so many opportunities for high schoolers these days. And what are some of the advantages to, you know, to join in JRTC? And how do students really get involved with the, this great program? How do students find out about this program? Uh, I mean, there's so many, right? So JRTC, we're, they're real good at identifying leadership qualities and refining those qualities uh, in individuals to kind of, you know, 
to help put them in positions of more of an influence, but positive influence. Uh, it gives them a sense of family. Like I said, some of these uh, programs are in, are in areas that are not as well to do, but it gives them that anti-gang type family that they long for. I mean, most of these kids that are in gangs, they're, they're, they're not, it's a lost decision. It's not a, an educated decision. They're just lost or looking. They're longing for that, that, that type of environment. Um, it introduces them, like the boss said, to STEMs, robotics, uh, analytical intelligence. Oh, there's so many things that it points them to. And then the competition and the opportunities they get. I mean, me and the boss both went to Daytona, Florida. We brought the best teams from across the high schools, from across the United States to Daytona, Florida, so they could test their drill and skill, co drill comp uh, competition capabilities against every service. Also, the physical competitions against every service. Uh, I watched this small program out of the state of Texas whose who's, uh, instructor had actually had, had left the program. So they would buy. So these kids taught themselves, went to nationals and won. Oh based off of the, the, the foundation that was laid by that instructor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just to see them come together and be able to do that is just, is just totally phenomenal. Totally yeah, it's, phenomenal. All, it's all about the team. It's, in life, you realize that you're, you're not by yourself. You know, we're all together. We all pull together and we all can accomplish the mission together. We're talking with Major General Johnny Davis, Commanding General and CSM Jeremiah Gann, Command Sergeant Major of the United States Army Cadet Command. And you're listening to your next mission podcast with me, uh, Jack Adele, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army. Don't forget, if you're enjoying this discussion, please click on us on that subscribe button below. Uh, we need to make sure that we uh, build a stronger team. And that's what we're talking about right now. Sir, there's many pathways becoming, uh, to becoming an officer. What sets the Army ROTC program apart? Oh, that's a great question, Sergeant Major. And I get that, and I love it, especially from parents. First of all, ROTC puts education first. There you go. We're going to, the whole point is we want you to be just as successful, uh, and we want you to be successful. Uh, in order to do that, we want to invest in you to focus on your education and graduate from college. On the back side of that, we're going to help you pay for that. Uh, there's a value proposition, and we're going to invest in you as you continue your journey as a commission officer leading our men and women uh, in the United States Army. The next thing, no other program offers the level of leadership training uh, that ROTC provides. No one come close. Of course, our, our partners at uh, you know uh, West Point, they do exactly, we follow some of the same curriculum. No one comes close in terms of, you know, teaching and training, leadership traits, teamwork, everything necessary to have the right attributes to lead our nation. And then, of course, we, we give these cadets the tools, the training and the experiences to help them succeed. So when they're commissioned day one, they're ready. They're ready to lead our nation's, uh, you know, men and women wherever they go. And that has happened. We've got uh, soldiers that we've, uh, lieutenants that we've commissioned, and then within a week are off to, uh, you know, Ibolic and then right to Poland yeah, or overseas. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. You know that, Sergeant Absolutely. Major. Absolutely. Hey, Sergeant Major, how many officers, uh, officers does the Army T ROTC program uh, commission every year? More than anybody else, right? So just, just <laughs> that's what I'm talking I, about. I say, I say that with power because I'm proud of that, right? So yeah. we we commission just right around six thousand a year. So oh my goodness, right around six thousand a year. Uh, we're the largest commissioning source for the United States Army. 
Uh, we got West Point. You got OCA. You got some other things that are out there. But yeah. but if, uh, if we didn't exist, we'd be in trouble, right? So so over sixty percent come from us, and uh, just just kind of put that in perspective for you. Over ninety percent National Guard and Reserves come from right here in ROTC. Any officer in National Guard and Reserves, and oh, about wow. two thirds, or just over two thirds, of the active duty officers come from right here in ROTC. So. Oh, we're the powerhouse. We're the big stick in the in the dugout. And we like to brag yeah, about that. We do. No hey. one comes close. <laughs> I'll commission more officers than all of the service academies combined. There you go. And oftentimes we'll outperform all the rest that are out there as well. All right, flex those muscles. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're watching your next mission podcast. You're watching your next mission. Proudly presented by the Cavalry Agency. They help brands dominate no matter their size. Ideas, strategy, action. This is Cavalry. Learn more at Cavalry.com. Navy Federal Credit Union, the most trusted credit union owned by members of the military community, serving all branches of the armed forces and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Purdue Global, providing affordable online education for hardworking adults. Learn more about a personalized, innovative, and world-class education at purdueglobal.edu. Veterans United Home Loans, the number one VA lender for five straight years. If you're buying, they're funding your dreams. Learn more at veteransunited.com. Now back to your host, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Tilley. Welcome back. I'm the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Telly. We're blessed to be here today with uh, Major General Johnny Davis, Commanding General, <laughs> and CSMM Jeremy Gann, Command Sergeant Major of the U.S. Army Cadet Command. And I want all our listeners uh, to reach out to me directly. Tell us about your, your transition out of the military, because we want to, you know, we want to do anything we can to assist you. Tell us what kind of topics you'd like us to cover on this show. You know, I tell people all the time, it's not my show, it's our show. Tell me what you want me to talk about. We'll put it on there. You can call or text me at 844-424-1134, and, and I'll actually reach back out to you. Or send me an email at uh, smatilly at yournextmission.org. And, uh, you know, I, again, it's all about the team. It's all about helping each other to be better citizens in this country. Sir, we're we're heading into our final segment with you today, and I both you hope you both have had a, a great time. I know I have, and I just really just have a couple of more questions for you. To follow up where we left off, sir, what is the Army ROTC program looking to grow? Are they looking to grow, and and what is uh, what's coming up in the future for uh, the Army ROTC yeah, program? Yeah, so so that's that's uh, that's another great question, and uh, we we would always like to. Um, uh, position ourselves where the population of the United States is. So, yeah. like I said, many of our programs were started in the 1916, uh, but since that time, over 100 million of our wonderful American populations either moved to the Midwest, the Southwest, and the West, where we just don't have a large footprint compared to about 60 or 70 percent of our ROTCs <laughs> and JRTCs are down in the uh, East Coast. Uh, you know, the, 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 the crooked smile that everyone talks about, Sergeant Major, you know, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Virginia, all the way over to Louisiana and, uh, and, and Texas. 
So what we want to do is we want to look at places in the Midwest, Chicago, you know, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Madison, uh, Minneapolis, you know, Twin Cities, you know, uh, the Dakotas. We that's where we don't have a very large ROTC or C, you know, junior ROTC footprint. Also to include, you know, the Southwest, especially the Southwest. Uh, we just don't have the that's where the Army's presence is not. And that's where with the, you know, approval uh, from Army senior leaders, that would be that's one of my recommendations to them as to where we should uh, expand to. Yeah, just just listening to talk. Do you guys ever use the CASAs, Civilian Agents, Secretary of the Army? No, it's all, all the, time. the time. Okay, yeah, I see so what you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, those I, are, that's, I was going to say that's that's one of the that's one of the people uh, that can probably help you get into some of those areas that you really need to get into. Sergeant Major, what from your perspective, what does what challenges does Cadet uh, Command face uh, moving forward? Uh, so, so I'm going to give you four. Right. So the, the first one being the war for talent. It's a constant. It's a constant war for talent. Right. So um, uh, industries out there, industries competing with us daily. And, and trying to get the right ones into the, the program that that, that uh, would, would flourish and, and, and constantly looking for that. Uh, then the second one, you know, is the, the, the military. America is unfamiliar with military service. I think the, the last stat I read uh, was a one in 74 Americans actually know somebody on active duty. Uh, it's unfathomable to us and, 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 of course, yourself because we were immersed in it. But but one in 74 uh, does not know anybody that's active, actively serving in the military. And it's hard to to share that story when you know nobody that can tell you the story. Um, and then, of course, sustained funding, right? The, the, the war for the dollar is, is being able to stand up these 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 programs that the boss spoke of, uh, getting into the JROTC and the communities where we're not. Um, th these are the things that I think are challenges. Um, and then, of course, being able to to get the right talent in the right locations in order to tell our story. Um, for whatever reason, our veterans population uh, don't brag about it enough. I mean, they have every reason to brag. I understand there was some some some, you know, some of our Vietnam vets and whatnot went through went through some bad times. The welcome home uh, was pretty rough. Um, but but that has changed. That sediment has changed in America, and it's time to be proud of it. It's time to be, tell your story and be proud of it. Yeah, I, I, I'm an old Vietnam vet, and uh, in fact, I, Vietnam, Afghanistan, I got I hit them all. You know, after 36 years, I got them all. But but I think one of the things is is you, if you you have to find a way to get to them. And I'm sitting there thinking about how do you get to our veterans? You ought to be putting a message in the retirement letter. Uh, from the you know soldier for life, put a, a message and say, look, cadet command, some sort of tell some of the processes that you have. Uh, recruiting command, uh, you know, when soldiers come to recruiting stations, you got to figure out a way to educate your families about things that are going on. And and to me, again, uh, I've been doing this for a lot a lot of years now. Uh, I, you got to develop a better marketing strategy, and it's all about dollars. I understand that, but I think there's a lot of veterans out there that really want to help you. Uh, but I think sometimes, uh, sometimes you just don't know how to get to them. That's probably the biggest problem because uh, they they want to help you. There's no question about that. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Just, just just like this show. Now we'll uh, we brought you on the show. We'll you know we'll put messages out about you and, and put as much information out about uh, about Cadet Command as we can. But but there's other guys like me, and you got to figure out how to get out to them, you know, reach out to them. So yeah, that stuff. Let me ask you, uh, just I wasn't going to ask you the question, but now I'm going to. If you was king for today, uh, sir, we're going to start with you as king for today. What's one thing you'd ask Big Army 
to help you out with? Yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, well, and I'll share this. I've seen the fruits of uh, JRTC, and I'll tell you that uh, for dollar for dollar, that's the best value uh, of an investment to our nation. Uh, and I think it will grow a propensed audience. It'll make them better citizens and ready to lead wherever they are in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. I, I, one, of the th- one of the things that's really pumped me up about talking to you guys, it's about citizens. It's about development. It's about how do we make our country better. It's about leading by example. And that's what Cadet Command does. They lead by example to teach our young adults. And that's what young adults say. That's why when I said, which probably there's somebody out there listening, say this guy's crazy talking about grade school. But that's why when it talks about development, you're talking about seventh, eighth, ninth grade, about kids that need structure, kid that needs somebody to lead them. And, and that's and that's what Cadet Command is. I, what a what a great program. Uh, again, for our listeners out there, uh, please, please reach out to somebody that's helping with GRTC or get your son or your daughter in GRTC. And it's about life. It's about the next 20 years from that day that you uh, put them in that program because they'll be a better citizen. Sergeant Major, how about you? If you are king for a day, what would you uh, want to do? So if I was king for a day, I, I really don't think there's nothing the Army can help me with, to be honest with you. But if I was king for a day, I would try to educate uh, industry that yeah. we are America's leadership platform, not just the Army's leadership platform. There's no reason to compete. Uh, some of the best uh, performers in the industry come from the United States military. They run their gamut here, be it four years through their ad, so be it 10 years. They're so marketable once they leave the United States Army. And now with the retirement plan, they're taking that fat retirement option with them. Um, uh, there's no reason to compete. We are the leadership platform for America, not just the Army. Yeah. You, you know, uh, I'm going to join this conversation. For I'll let you guys be king. So I, now I'm going to be a king for a day. If if I was a king for a day, I'd make it mandatory for people to go on GRTC program uh, in every school in this country. Uh, you know, at the seventh or eighth grade, I'd make it mandatory for our young adults uh, for their future. Uh, and there's no question about that. And I really would. I think I'd. I'd really like to see everybody going to the military, whether or not it's the Army. I want them all going in the Army. But if they go Air Force, Navy, Marine Corps, or Coast Guard, Space Force, that's okay. Because, again, I think it just makes them better better adults for the future. So, hey, uh, you know, this time's probably going too fast for me because I'm thinking about a lot of questions. And I'll probably pop something up here in a minute again. Are there any final thoughts, anything that we missed? I, you know, this is, uh, this is your time as far as I'm concerned, as far as we're all concerned. This is your time. So any final thoughts, sir, anything that you want to share with the audience about the about Cadet Command or about anything you want to anything well, you want to talk uh, about? Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks, our major. One thing I would share, and I and, and again, I've talked to thousands across our nation, and I love going out there, is we 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 need to, you know, understand the opportunities that our nation's our you know service in the army provides. It has opened so many doors. Everyone that I have uh, met or invested in or served with, everyone's doing great. And they attribute that success uh, to their their service in the Army. And uh, again, we are all very blessed. Uh, And I was committed, you know, bless me and my family, the friendships, the camaraderie, the teamwork, the, you know, uh, the training, the schooling. I mean, I think, what, three master's degrees in 30 years and, and you know, military, you know, best in you 
to do that. Uh, I got I a question. So How can you have six kids and three master's degrees? That just seemed like a good thing. <laughs> well, so I didn't have to go alone. The Army didn't PCS me to go to school. So I, <laughs> but there it is go. tough uh, tr- trying to write a, a paper when you have a three-year-old uh, who wants to uh, to – uh, climb all over you. Oh, God bless them when they're little. They're so much fun. And it's just, uh, that's, that's, right. a, that's a blessing of life. That's for sure. <laughs> so, Major, right. any final thoughts? Yeah. Hey, so, you know, a lot, a lot of talk today about JROTC and ROTC and, and, uh, and to your listeners that are out there. And, and some of you might be like me, right? A, a college wasn't for me. I had the ability to throw a baseball through a barn door. Uh, but a college wasn't for, wasn't for me. And, and, and so I, I chose you chose the United States army and it was probably possibly the best decision I ever made in my life. Um, and, and I would ask that before you shut that door on yourself, you talk to a recruiter, talk, talk to someone, talking to a recruiter doesn't mean you're committing, but educate yourself before you make that decision. Uh, and it might be the best one that you ever make in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I talk about people about that. I, you probably heard before about the circle of life. There's some people that just stand in the circle and never move. And uh, and if you join the army, what you're doing, you're stepping out of that circle, and you're and you're changing your life forever. Uh, you're making yourself a better person, a better citizen, and you're growing and developing. So, uh, the army is uh, is the way to go, and cadet command and building our future leaders certainly certainly is the way to go. I uh, you know I just uh, I just think I just thank you guys for what you do each and every day of your life. So, well, let me let me say this time went by too fast, but. Uh, Thanks to thanks to Major General Johnny Davis and CSM Jeremy Gann for being with us today. And I'm Jack Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, and you're listening to your next mission podcast. And I want to thank all of you for listening today. If you didn't get anything out of this, something's wrong with you because this is about developing of our uh, development of our young kids. It's about our future in this country. And our future is our kids. It's our children. It's the way we treat them. And the way developing, we got a great country, and this is a great program. So don't don't pass it up. Look into it. Uh, JRTC or ROTC, that, that's something that can uh, help your children. Please visit us on our website and uh, on yournextmission.org and, and leave me a review. Hopefully it's a good review, but if it's a bad one, I guess I can take that too. Don't forget, I want to hear from you. Uh, please leave me a message or send me a text at 844 424 1134. Send me an email at uh, smatilly at yournestmission.org. You can also uh, visit our partners there who can provide you with so many services that will assist you in your transition from the military. Also, uh, please visit our corporate partners. See all the jobs that are available for you. Please know we want to assist you in any way we can. I'm going to say that again because I want you to hear it. Please know we we, this country, Cadet Command, the Army, we want to assist you in any way we can. Please follow me on all my social media channels. I never thought I'd ever say this. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and, and LinkedIn. I'm too old for that stuff. But, but follow me because it's about the team. It's about life. It's about our country. It's about our Army. And if you enjoyed this discussion with Major General Davis and Sergeant Major Gant, if you didn't enjoy it, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> but if you did enjoy it, please, again, click on that subscribe button. we got to pull together. we got to help each other out. we got to develop and grow a team that, uh, that can help each other each and every day. And thanks again to Major General David, Sergeant Major Gant, for being with us today. It was great having you on the podcast. And I want to leave you with three things to remember. 
We're dedicating season two of your next mission to all of those veterans and family members who struggle with mental illness, which so often has led someone to taking their own life. Please reach out to someone you haven't spoken to with uh, in a long time and check on them. See if they're okay. You know, I tell this story just about every week about uh, a couple of friends I had. I was about seven or eight months ago that committed suicide. And they was good friends of mine. There's people that, uh, that I grew up in in the Army with. You know, in the Army, you're a family, and you never, you never quit being a family. Even though you don't see each other maybe for five or ten years, you're still part of a family. So check on your family. Check on your friends. Check on the soldiers that you serve with. Second, I'd like every veteran in America to celebrate his or her service by, by wearing their hat on every Friday. You know, I wear my hat every day because I'm proud of my service. But wear your hat, show your color, show people who you are. It's about leading by example for this country. And believe me, if you send me that picture with your hat on, whether or not it's from another service, I love all services, I'll post it on that social media channels and we'll, uh, we'll look at it together, we'll laugh together. And the last thing I want to encourage everyone that's listening, reach out to your neighbor. Offer them a smile or a helping hand. Together, let's try to bridge that divide that's uh, really that's affected so many of us here lately. Again, thanks for listening, and thanks to Cloudcast Media, and of course, our four presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans. We appreciate, I'm gonna say that again too, we appreciate all you do for our military. And as always, see you on the high ground. Hooah! You've been listening to Your Next Mission, brought to you by the American Freedom Foundation. Learn more by visiting yournextmission.org.